0: Welcome to the Women in Industry Podcast. My name is Kirsty Davis chinnock and today I'm joined by Tracy Barrick, who's a manager at Smith's Metal Centers in Manchester. They are a service centre who offer local stockholding and processing services for customers throughout the Northwest. They offer a broad product stock range, including high quality alloys and engineering plastics, which are generally available for supply on a next day basis. They place a significant emphasis on local service, offering high quality supply chain support for local businesses. Their stock is barcoded, which offers the highest levels of traceability, and they have the flexibility to produce your supply solutions, which can be individually tailored to meet your business needs. Welcome, Tracey.
1: Hi, Kirsty. Morning.
0: Thank you for joining. Um, You've been with Smiths for 14 years now, more than 14 years?
1: Well, yes. Yeah, we, um, I was part of the Metal Products Services Group, uh, which is an independent stockholder um, that Smiths, Smiths actually purchased in uh, June of 2009, um, and I've been with them since, ever since. And you went from sort of be working for an independent
0: part of a group what was the sort of main change when that happened?
1: Um, I just think um, basically Smiths um, offer so much support um, as, as as a, a large group, uh, there's so much more opportunity out there.
0: One of the things that Smiths um, seem to promote is personal development.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, They are really, really supportive on uh, right through from from drivers to warehouse to sales to management. Um, They fully back you all the way. Whatever you wish to do, um, they will support you. They will finance it. They offer in-house training. Um, They offer outside training. Um, They are very, very um, impressive on personal development within the whole group. And with your development when they um bought the company you were working for
0: in 2009 um how has your role changed since then
1: when i was at metal products like i say it was a very small independent um and um i was a sales manager at that point um i'd worked on the road as well for them for a number of years and um, just going out face to face seeing customers so when Smith bought us, um, they, it, we were a very small unit. It was only five people. Um, they had a, a unit in Swinton at Manchester um, and decided to put us in there, a team of five, um, just to see how we would do, because they had tried to open um, a centre in Manchester before and it hadn't been very successful. So they wanted to see what um, metal products, because we had a really, really good reputation, what we could offer, what we could bring. Um, and to see if we could make a success of it in Manchester, which is a very uh, well-known sort of steel stockholding industry um, in the Northwest that can be very competitive. So they wanted to see what else, what we could do, what we could bring different, and if it would succeed as as Smiths. Which it obviously has. Yes, yes, most definitely.
0: So when you you sort of get up and go to work in the morning, um, what's the one thing that you know makes you really excited about your day?
1: Um, I think my team. Um, we have a fantastic team at Manchester. Like I say, we started as, as a team of five. We're now 21, soon to be 20, 22. Um, we started with um, a unit of 5,500 square feet. We now have 15,500 square Ooh. feet. Um, and the team here make it an absolute pleasure. Um, I'm not a manager that manages, I'm not very dictatorial. Um, I do believe that to make a business success, um, you have to be a team player. And I like to go, I can go into my warehouse, know all my warehouse labs, know all my drivers, and I'm quite happy to get my hands dirty, to, to get hands on. And I do believe that leadership is that, it's people have respect for you if you show them that you are willing to do whatever you need to, to make it a success.
0: It's the old adage, isn't it? You don't ask anybody to do something that you're not prepared to do yourself. Exactly, exactly. And, and working with a team for such a long period of time, you, you, you become quite close-knit, don't you? Um, how do you um, encourage those relationships so people do see you as a sounding board, an ear, a shoulder?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, I mean, we, we like to say you probably spend more time at work um, than you do at home. So you do become sort of family. You do, you know, obviously you come across um, issues, personal issues for people, challenges for people. Um, and it's a support, it's, it's a whole support network um, of everybody. I like to, I mean, the, the last eight weeks I've been outside in, in the main office because we have had um, holidays and shortage of staff. Um but if I'm in my office, my door is always open. My door is never shut. Um, and I like to say to people, whatever the issue, whatever the problem, um, whatever you want to do, come in and see me, have a chat and, you know, we'll have a brew together. And it, that it, you've got to be approachable in any, any form of business. You have to be approachable
0: completely agree but it also then translates into wider culture and communication so your team then build better relationships with the customers
1: i think that's probably the success of manchester Um i think we have a team of people that have the ability to communicate absolutely fantastically with customers um and it's not just the salespeople. i mean obviously you know the the general thought process is it a sales organization it's all about the selling it's not just about the selling my driver my, my head driver my transport manager tony has just as much impact on my customers he knows he sees people he sees the the, the uh, shop floor men that he delivers to and i have had so many compliments about tony saying he's absolutely brilliant he's hands on he'll talk to people and often they do bring you the most important information back to the centre, you know, about customers. It's all about the relationships we have our cust- with our customers the second to on, We have some fantastic people out there. I agree completely. Drivers are the face
0: of um, the industry. You know, everybody sees them, suppliers, customers, um, and getting to know the drivers is really important. Um, but it also means that when your customer needs something a bit special you've got a team who are committed and have got buy-in to doing that um i assume that happens like every business every now and again you have to go the extra mile
1: yes definitely that's what what makes it obviously because we we pride ourselves on our on our service levels um and it's not all price price um Driven, it's got to be about what other what other things you can offer. I mean, we have a um, a BSS system which is bespoke supply solutions within Smiths, and we like to say to customers, let us manage your business. Let us get in there, tell you how we can improve your business, and um, you know we offer that service to all our customers, no matter how big, how small. Um, and it's been instrumental in in some of the development of the bigger customers at, at Smiths. Um, and that's what Smiths are all about. It's it's about giving the customer back something that nobody else can offer them. And I think for Smiths, that's what we offer at Manchester. I think our team are so committed and so, um, so obviously, um, they're quite inspirational, really. If you listen to them with customers, um, they are. I do believe that is all our success. Their people skills are absolutely amazing. You know, if customers come in to to, to to see us at Manchester, I take them downstairs. You know, I will let them meet the lads on the saws because we are they are all as important as as managers as salespeople. That's what we that's what we good at at Manchester. I, I think that's really
0: important, and I think uh, for someone who's been in the industry for a while, um it, it's definitely changed over the last fifteen to twenty years. Um and companies are looking at the team and going, you know, person on the soul, the person on the forklift is just as important as a sales manager. Um, whereas sort of in the eighties, when I started, there was a definite hierarchy more so.
1: Yes, most definitely. Um, I mean, I've worked in the steel stockholding industry for 30 odd years. Um, and yeah, definitely, you know, you you knew when your managers were on site, you knew when your directors walked into the office. Um, I don't think that, that encourages, personally, I don't think that encourages people to be, for you to be approachable. If people are, well, you're the boss, we're not allowed to speak to you. Um, I don't believe in leading that way. And certainly it's not the way within Smiths. You know, we have we have meetings, we have quarterly meetings with my boss, Mark, um, and we they're always on the end of the phone. Um, but they do sort of encourage you to think for yourself, and that's what I like to give my people. Um, think for yourself. Don't come to me asking me for answers. Come to me and say, "This is what I think," and encourage that growth. Encourage that uh, with all your staff. You know, how can you make it better? What would you like us to do? Um, and encourage that growth within people because that's what people then enjoy. They enjoy it because they think they are um, instrumental in the success of the business. And again, it goes back to
0: working with the customers and removing the pain points. Um, You said you'd put in um, a system uh, for all your customers, large or small, um, that is taking away some of the aspects that they had to deal with and and you're doing it for them. Um, Has that been really sort of... um, Widely appreciated by your customer base. Has it delivered tangible results?
1: Yes, yes, most definitely. The BSS system um, has helped people uh, manage their the the space that they have, um, manage the, the the people they have, manage the stocks they have. Obviously, as we've moved, as we've grown within the business and you are dealing with people like the oil and gas industry like the motorsport like the aerospace you know their technical requirements are so much more detailed and we have the ability to to set them up so that they can see their certification they can see the proof of deliveries it makes it all so easy and so within within hands reach uh, for the customers to literally go on and say we don't need to ring and chase that we can see what it's been delivered. We can see the proof of delivery. We can see the test search, which is ultimately a massive thing. And and that's what you need. You need to sort of invest in your customers, invest in your staff, and then your business will grow and succeed.
0: One of the things that you've been investing in quite recently, I'd say over the last 12, 18 months, it's become very noticeable how much more visible Smiths are on social media and, and with marketing
1: massively um and again i think um smiths i don't think anybody would mind me saying it me particularly as well i think we were always an old culture um you know the people we had in me included we're getting to an older older age um we don't like to admit it sometimes um but we have introduced a lot sort of the youth and i do believe like the youth are the future of the industry and with that comes people with their ideas of of LinkedIn, with their ideas of of Instagram, and again to be noticeable through through um through that side of things gets you up there, make gives you that step up at another level. Um, and we have some great people. We have some great marketing. At Nikki in marketing. Um, I've got Hannah personally here who runs all my LinkedIn side, and it's great. Some of the ideas they have, some of the fun they have with it. And to get people and get customers, you know, involved in that, is, it's been fantastic. I, I, I particularly like, like the that. drone shots you've been doing. Yes, yeah.
0: Um, at UK Metals Expo last year, as well, of course, your stand was absolutely fantastic because you had a racing car on it.
1: Yes, we did. Yeah, we focused on the on the uh, Formula One side. Yeah, it was really well uh, well received. And we had we had great results from it. I mean, I I, I attended, um, and although it wasn't really uh, northwest based in, in all fairness, but to see the customers interaction and to get customers to uh, to the stand, which again it's it's obvious it's it's visible there, isn't it? It draws people, and that's what the LinkedIn is about. That's what a lot of things are about now. It's all because unfortunately. You know the old way of of um, the sales, which was telesales, are sort of died a death. Now we've got email, um, you know, and you've got ways and means of of not talking to people. And we're very much here. We like the communication. I think women as a whole like to talk, don't we? Um, and you know, again, it's drawing people in to get those conversations. And in any sales organisation, you need to have the conversations to to encourage customers and, and to get customers in. I think
0: as everything changes and you mentioned, you know, younger people coming into the industry. Of course, we really need to encourage younger people coming into the industry. And we know that's an issue. Um, and there's quite often a perception that the metals industry isn't that sexy. Well, you know, it is completely. You, you, we're building Formula One racing cars and spaceships. Exactly, as amazing. Well, as. You know it, your mobile phone, hair straighteners, anything
1: you can think of. Um, anything, anything you go around and you look at, you're looking shops, and if you don't think it's it's sexy, it, it is, and it can be. I've got the most gorgeous group of people in here. Um, ultimately, the majority of my team are female, and that isn't by choice. I'm not some raving, you know, sexist person. But at the end of the day, it's, that's just happened because they are very, very passionate at what they do. Um and it is, I mean it's it's so exciting. I absolutely love coming into my job. Um is it stressful? Yeah, of course it's stressful. Any job, any growth, any successful business can be stressful. Um, but ultimately it's about getting people in and getting them to enjoy it. And anything that you enjoy has its advantages and yeah, it's sexy, yeah, it's exciting, and yes, it's very fulfilling. And I think one of the
0: ways we need to um get that message across you're doing great on on the socials really driving that but again it's about changing the way we communicate um you said that you know we phone calls aren't as prevalent as they were we've got email you know we get messages on whatsapp and Mm -hmm. uh, facebook messages instagram direct message all those sorts of things Um, And as a lady of a certain age as well, uh, it's about me changing how I communicate to best work with how my customers want us to communicate. Um, Are you seeing a shift in that as well?
1: Yeah. I mean, we because we we, obviously a lot of us here, um, a lot of the sales team have been doing this a long time. So we still have that verbal communication. We still do have that. We're quite lucky with that. And I think that's, Part of the the job that a lot of them enjoy, but um, like I say, with with some of the young people coming through, we've got Hannah leading hours here, um, and you know some of the ideas that she comes up with, that, and we run with it, and then all of a sudden you see the change, you see us all. You know, I mean, obviously we've got my new operations manager, Don Manfredi, was a he was an ex professional, with a rugby player, and obviously when when we first got him, his Instagram had a blue tick on it. I didn't have a clue what a blue tick was. But obviously I've learned that now and you do learn, even even at a certain age, you, you do start learning and that's great because the young ones are teaching us as well as us being able to teach them the industry, they are teaching us how to move forward in the industry. So you, you have that balance, so it's, it's, it's great. I think he might possibly have the only blue tick in the industry. (laughs) We like to lead at Manchester, you see. That's what it is. We like to set a precedent. (laughs) I think
0: you definitely have. I can't think of anyone else who's got a blue tick. So so if a a young woman came to you and said, you know, I I really want to work in engineering metals or in plastics, Um, how do I get into the industry Um, and what advice... Would you give me for it? What would you say to her?
1: Well, I would say whatever you whatever you want to do in life, then you go for it. Go full on at it. Don't don't just play at It don't sit there. I'll I'll, I'll go back to Hannah, who had her business degree, um, had no idea what she wanted to do. Um, so I said, come and come and work for us for a little bit. Have no she had no idea of metal. Um didn't particularly want a job in sales, still doesn't want a job in sales, I might add. Um, and she just, she came in and said, yeah, I'll, she'll try it for a few months. I thought we well, could do a bit of an admin role. And she has thrived. She's massively grown, you know, and she can see so many opportunities. Don't think, don't sort of isolate it and thinking this is metals and this is plastic. It's so much more than that. You know it's a role that you will thoroughly enjoy whether it's from an admin role whether it's a sales role whether it's a um a a media role whatever it is there are areas because it may be metal it may be engineering plastics but it's not it's a career um and you just grab it with both hands and run with it because i did that i was never going to be a salesperson i used to have a fringe over my eyes so i didn't have to look anybody in the face because i was so shy and you know it grows it grows you as a person and if you go at anything with your heart and you put everything into it any role that you are if if it's stacking shelves at a supermarket if as long as you enjoy it that will that will grow you as a person and i just think whatever you choose to do give it your all and don't just go at it half-hearted
0: um When, when you I joined, joined. Um, did you join by accident? I mean, that's how I, I sort of joined the traditional way, which was a mixture of accident and
1: nepotism. So um, um, did
0: you join the industry by accident?
1: I um, I got made redundant, actually. It was a funny, funny thing because I got made redundant at a place that was closing um, and I went out around the local businesses and put my was putting my CV in. And I went into a company. That started my sales career, and it, the guy that was the manager actually saw my CV, and I had the same birthday as his son. That's how right. I got the interview, and that was that was where it started. And I, w- I went in as a BDU operator and a teletext. You probably you you might remember teletext. A lot of people won't. Um, and it was I, I just kept seeing the salespeople thinking they have so much fun. I couldn't do that, and I got encouraged to do that. Then I got encouraged by my, my partner at the time, my husband now, to go and apply for a, an outside role. That then sort of builds your confidence because you're going face to face to people, which is quite daunting at first. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Did that for eight years. Um, I had a bit of a break with my children and then obviously joined Metal Products. Um, got approached by um, the director there, am, and I've just been there ever since, and it's just been an absolute journey, and I'm... 58 this year, and I've been in the job like 30 odd years, and I can honestly say I love my job. I love the team I work with. smith is a fantastic company to work for. You know, I love metal products, but Smiths opened opened up another area of of abilities for us to grow, um, and it's just been it's just been an absolute pleasure.
0: And as you look back over your sort of 30 odd years, is it just me, but
1: when you enjoy it, it goes really quickly. Too quickly. Way too quickly. We were talking about this yesterday with uh, Melanie and Jane, who were two of my senior salespeople. And we were talking about it. It was like, where has it gone? Where has the time gone? You know, 2009, 1st of June 2009. to so now when Smith took us over, I, 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 it's just frightening. It, it
0: is, yeah. It just goes too fast. It really does. And, and just one final question for you: What's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Um,
1: gosh, I've had so many. I, I can honestly say when I when I joined Smith and we metal products went into administration and Smith came to buy us, so we had to go through a series of um, of interviews and. Uh, from different companies that wanted to buy metal products. And I had an interview with a guy that owned Smiths at the time, Mr. Hugh Dye, the most inspirational man beside my father that I ever met. Um, And I remember having the interview with him, and as I was leaving, he touched my shoulder, and he just said, if we don't buy this company, will you come and work for me? And I just smiled at him, and he said, never be afraid to go after your dream. And that is the thing, you know, that man was so encouraged, encouraging when we, when he, fit, I mean, obviously he sold Smith and we got bought out, but that man was like inspirational to me through the first five or six years of, of my time, encouraged and sometimes was, was quite forceful as well. And um, don't ever be afraid to to just go after what you want. And, and that's the thing. That was what he said to me, just, and, and just keep, be driven you know don't ever lose that drive because if you lose the drive then you're in the wrong job completely so follow your dreams and yes. while you're
0: following it put the work in
1: yes yeah yeah so, anything if you want to succeed you've got to work hard you know and and i yes yeah, sometimes it, any job can be stressful but you have got to work hard to reap the benefits and the benefits for us is we've I've got 22 people now from 5 And I do believe all my team thoroughly enjoy the time here. Which is
0: all we can hope for, really. As you said earlier, you know, we're at work more than we're at home. So if you're not enjoying it, you are in the wrong job. Thank you so much for joining us, Tracy. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, It's been lovely to talk to you.
1: Thank you very much, Kirsty. It's been an absolute pleasure too.